everyone, and welcome to another panel hosted by SheProp, and I am very excited about the one we're recording today. You're probably tired of hearing me say how excited I am about these panels, but what can I say? They're all really great. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to be talking about um, cosplaying that is never too old, and we're talking to some mature cosplayers who have a lot to say on the topic. But before we get to that, I just want to introduce SheProp. SheProp is a growing community that is focused upon supporting, empowering, and representing female non-binary and transgender cosplayers, artists, and makers. You can watch these panels on the SheProp YouTube channel or listen to them on the SheProp Talk podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you're interested in joining us over at the SheProp community, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we will add links in the show notes to help you find us. We'd love to have you, so thank you for joining us. My name is Abby of Abby Cat Cosplay. I have been cosplaying for about six years. I started when I was 32. I did think at the time when I was talking to 25-year-olds who had been cosplaying for a decade that I was behind the eight ball in starting, but... I quickly learned that was not the case. And so I am excited to be a more mature cosplayer. It's actually a lot of fun. You can get into bars when you're this age. Hi, my name is Pam. I'm also known as uh, Dame Dahlia. Um, I've been cosplaying for about 15, 16 years. I, I forget. I am 52. I have been in, involved in charity groups where I'm the oldest by 20 years and it's a lot of fun it keeps me feeling young and it keeps me moving i am um anita holmes i am a cheeky cheetah cosplay and um i have been cosplaying for six years i started in 2014 um i started in 14 with my son because he came to me and said he wanted to make a cosplay costume and I was like I don't even know what that is <laughs> and so uh, we went to our first convention and I was hooked and then um, they all fell away and I have stayed here so I'm excited. Hi my name is Tania Shadmer and you can find me at Taz Cosplay. Um, well I've been, I'm um, 57 years old and I've been cosplaying since I was 51. My daughter got me into it. I had been making her costumes for years and always when she come back from a convention I would she would I would drill her on what did you do what did you see and she decided mom why don't you just come with me next time. So I got into it that way and I haven't left. Hi, I'm Laura Lada. I'm also known as Nana Cosplay. Um, I've been doing historical costuming for a number of years, but at age 50, I started my first cosplay. And 13 years later, at 63, I'm still competing and still enjoy the heck out of it. So yes, even though I'm the oldest one on the group, I'm really having a lot of fun doing this. So thank you all very much for joining me today. Um, I am excited about this because as somebody who at the time started cosplaying when I thought I was in the older group, I thought there was also a ticking clock on how long I could be a cosplayer. And so seeing cosplayers like you makes me know, absolutely not. I can do this until I'm basically picking out my own casket. <laughs> um, so, so I'm really grateful to have all of you here and to talk about cosplay. Um, so you all told us a little bit about when you started, but 
most of you started cosplaying as an, a mature person. And what made you decide to jump into this hobby at an older age? And we can start with um, Laura. Okay, so um, my grandson actually, uh, which is where the Nana comes from, he was interested in, in joining a Star Wars group. And uh, again, I had done costuming and doing Halloween and all those kind of things for years and years. Um, so I went with him and uh, I ended up making costumes for him and the family so we could go to a parade together. And then Wizard World came up and it was kind of one of those things, oh gee, maybe we should make costumes for Wizard World. And so we did. And when I got there, well, you have to understand, I'll back up a little bit. The weekend before we went, my two grown children and my grandson had me on the floor where they were body painting my bodysuit. Um, and that's how we spent the weekend. And when we got there, they said like, oh, mom, you have to, you have to go on. You have to compete in this competition. And it was kind of a walk-on kind of last minute decision, but I won first place <laughs> overall female. And uh, yeah, I was shocked. And it was kind of a, a risque kind of costume. So that hooked me. It was, it was amazing to have something that I put a lot of work into recognized. It was, it was a really good creative outlet. And Anita, how about you? Uh, same kind of for me. It's funny because Wizard World's come up, but um, I started, like I said, for my son, made one costume for him, went to a convention and was kind of like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And then Wizard World was coming to town. My husband's a big nerd, comic book games. My kids, my boys both play games. And so um, I thought, yeah, let's just do family cosplay. And so I made costumes for everybody and we had a ball. And so for every year we tried to redo and change cosplays. And so from that, I um, kind of just got hooked in. And then every year after that, I started competing. And so the first time I was scared to death, uh, once I competed once though, it kind of became a really creative outlet for me to one up my game. And um, I've met the most fantastic people. And from there, I've just been hooked ever since. Okay, and Pam, how about you? Um, I started going to conventions oh, around 2000 and with my husband to support him. And I was always just known as, well, it's Jay's wife. And so I started deciding, well, it was during Battlestar Galactica, the remake. And I'm like, I'm just going to dress up as Starbucks. And from then on, I was hooked. <laughs> and... Then I got into charity groups four years ago and started making my own stuff and competing. Then um, I competed as a Civil War era Black Widow and won Best Novice. Talk about being, a, being scared. I have terrible stage fright, and, but I was hooked and <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> and Tanaya, what about oh, you? Yeah, my I had been making costumes for my daughter for years. She started in middle school, and uh, so she's she's 24 now, and um, and I would always grill her after a convention to tell me all about it. And she said, "Oh, mom, you just come," and so I did. And I was scared, so I invited my two sisters to come with me. And I had spent months making a fancy, elaborate Lulu costume from Final Fantasy X. And after I invited my sisters, I thought, oh, let's do Fairy Godmothers. 
Well, the fairy godmothers were the hit of the convention. We went to Katsukan and I learned a new definition of the rule, 10 foot rule. <laughs> you can't go 10 feet without someone wanting to take your picture. So yeah, um, I was definitely hooked and throw together costumes can definitely be a whole lot more fun than ones that you've worked on for months and months. <laughs> it's funny that both of or you and or Nita and Laura mentioned Wizard World because that was my first con too. And uh, my husband bought tickets as a win. Just be like, let's check it out. I've heard good things. We'd never been to a con before. Didn't know anything about the culture, but I thought everybody cosplayed and I'd been a dressmaker for years and years and a sewer. So it was like, going to this thing, I need a costume. I whipped up a dress, slapped a wig on my head for a character I had never even really heard of. But I was like, I've got a wig, it'll work. <laughs> and then even just getting out of the car, a little kid recognized my character and acted like I was a celebrity. And, and <laughs> I was done at that point. I'm like, this will be my life. And there will be no other discretionary spending except cosplay related in my home. Um, so one thing that I do want to know about um, is being taken seriously as an adult cosplayer, not necessarily from the cosplay community, but from the other people in your life. You know, this is nerd culture or, you know, a little bit outside the box in what a lot of people think is normal behavior. So have you all been taken seriously from your friends and family outside of this world? Um, Tanaya, let's talk to well, you first. Okay, so um, my sister has been a cosplayer since way back, since she was a teen, okay? So she's close to my age. And I never understood it. I was like, she's kind of weird. But um, then when I got hooked on it, and it's like, okay, I see where she's coming from. I know why she does it now. But um, I have some groups that I'm members of that, have never been exposed to this kind of entertainment or, or hobby. And they're just amazed. There's no criticism or anything like that. They're just like amazed and they wanna know what am I making next? And so I had nothing but positive reactions to the non-cosplay, from the non-cosplay world. Is that a similar reaction that everybody else has received? I, I, mine's been very positive. I'm in real life. I'm an elementary librarian, so I actually do get to wear costumes at my work. Not necessarily these this costume, but many costumes. And um, actually, when people started finding out in my district that um, that I do this as a hobby because I really don't hide it from anyone, I have pictures of all the people that have signed autographs all over my library. Um, I got involved with some secondary teachers, and we now put on what's called NerdvanaCon. And uh, NerdvanaCon is, is targeted for secondary students with a literary uh, angle because those kids, uh, a lot of them don't have anything that the school really does for them. You know, they, those are, these are the kids that are outside the box. So we started taking ownership of it and said, okay, you know, if you like manga, if you like anime, if you like uh, computers, if you like uh, horror, whatever you want, to, you want to do, we can do it. We can put a con together for you. And it's been great. That's really fantastic. I didn't have anything like that when I was a kid in school. I mean, cosplay wasn't what it no, is now. No, it wasn't. <laughs> we were in school. 
But it's funny mm -hmm. talking to high schoolers and talking about the individual clubs that are available to them and just wondering what it would have been like if that had been my experience mm -hmm. growing up. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Does anybody else have something they'd like to add on that topic? Actually, um, I have had some blowback. I've been told, well, when are you going to grow up? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I am grown up. I'm a grandma. Um, so, you know, there are some people in my life that just don't understand it. And then I start showing them the, the, the cool props that I've made. And they're like, oh, okay. I see that now. Okay, fine. So what else are you doing? One of those people was my brother mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he just couldn't understand going to conventions and making costumes and stuff until I started <laughs> showing him all of the different props because he's an artist. And then I showed him my quiver that I, I made for Hawkeye and he was just like, oh, wow. Okay. I get that now. <laughs> it just and takes some time sometimes. And what about you, Anita? I was just going to say uh, a lot of the similar things, you know, um, I think as an older cosplayer, you do have to worry about what you do for a living too, you know, where not that when you're younger, you don't, but you have more established jobs and I'm a manager. And so I've had some of my bosses that are like, you dress up in costumes. That's kind of weird. And then I show them what it's like and what I do. And it's a creative outlet to me. Uh, it's no different than woodworking or painting or something like that. And when they see it and they understand what it is, and then they see the charity work aspect of it that I love, um, it's kind of like a light bulb goes on. And so it kind of has changed it. So um, I've enjoyed introducing cosplay to older people and people that don't even have a clue what it's about. Well, that's really great. When one thing that I found, I'm from a family of jocks, essentially. There's the people with <laughs> season passes to things, and they tailgate, and it's a bunch of stuff I don't get, but I have pointed <laughs> out to them that they are going to a con, essentially. Yeah. What is mm -hmm. tailgating That's except right. you, you dress up as your favorite mm -hmm. character, you say things as groups all in unison, you show up to a place and party and then go and watch something like it's all, <laughs> it's all cons and and my jock family has kind of clued in like it's the same thing it's just a different kind of fandom right um but you did mention a little bit about um or anita you mentioned keeping or balancing cosplay and work and your professional life has with the exception of laura who goes all hog wild has anybody else had a had an issue with balancing those two things? I never sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm retired, so no problems there. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I take stuff to work to work on uh, over breaks and lunch and you know and people are my coworkers are like, oh what are you working on? I'm like, oh I'm just working on a different costume. Like, oh which one? And so they always want to see pictures of it when it's done because they see the process going through. And what about with the cosplay community at large? Do you find that there are a lot of people your age that you can connect with or that you're connecting with younger groups or that you feel welcomed by younger groups? Mm -hmm. I've not had any issues at Me all. Neither. Me neither. That's really good to hear. Well, really when, I, when we really first started, there was one con I went to where they had all the cosplay contestants had to line up by age 
which was oh, no. which was very very strange. It's only happened at the one, and hopefully never again. But you know, uh, and at this particular con, there were a lot of younger people. I mean, you know, usually they're teenagers, um, but they're pretty they're pretty open to you know. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing I can say about most teenagers nowadays. They're pretty much open to everything. Mm -hmm. I haven't really you know hidden anything other than. Um, you know, some slack on social media when I first started. And that was, that, I think that was more directed at uh, uh, my body shape than it was my mm -hmm. age. I don't think really necessarily my age reflects, uh, you know, when it, when they first see me. Um, but they were saying like, you know, well, you know, you should, shouldn't do this, you should do something else. And, uh, you know, so I've gotten a little bit of blowback on that, but never really about my age. Now, does, does taking your age into account affect or in, or in, can somebody please tell me what word I'm trying to think of? Inform, there we go. Um, does that inform the characters that you choose to cosplay? Is that something that even is considered at all? A little uh, bit, uh -huh. a little bit. Um, so like, I really like this character because she is age appropriate for me. And um, I like her because she has a daughter and I have a daughter. Um, and I've done several versions of her, but I don't stop at that. I've done many younger characters. I've done, I, I go, if I like their outfit and I'm going to learn something new when it comes to making it, I'm going to try it. And um, I haven't had any problems with people's reactions to it. I would say the best reaction I got was when I did Saber Alter, who's a young teenager. And another cosplayer out came up to me and asked me how old I was. And I said, well, how old do you think I am? And she says, are you 35? And I thought, oh, bless you, child. <laughs> so yeah, I, um, I love playing younger characters because it makes me feel young. Does anybody else uh, take that into account when they're I never characters? let it influence me. In fact, I think on social media when people put in like, well, what do you think I should play? They always go by your physical type. And right. I would never do that. I, I, pick, I pick characters that uh, resonate with me personally. Uh, one of my favorites was Elsa. I am certainly not, you know, 18 years old. Uh, and I have to tell you that I did go get a drag queen to teach me how to do makeup to make myself look a little different. But you know, I, I, I go to the character first and then, you know, um, and then let it go from there. I, I have been, um, just recently I did Yubaba, which is an old witch. And, uh, you know, but it wasn't because of my age. That was the last consideration. I just wanted something that I could do else to transform and she transforms. So that's what interests me in that costume. Does anybody else have something to add with that? I think with me, the only consideration I have of my age is, you know, am I going to be comfortable walking around in oh. it? Oh, yes. You know, yes. I'm going to pick shoes that shoes. I'm comfortable my feet. <laughs> um, and I have a bad back, so I have to watch, you know, I have to watch those things. But I mean, I've cosplayed Frigga, and I've cosplayed Kamala Khan. So, you know, a couple thousand year old woman to, you know, a 16 year old girl from New Jersey. It's, you know, it, it just depends on the character. I mean, I, 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 I've joked around saying I'm, I'm the queen. It's good to be the queen because I've done Hippolyta, the mom, Atlanta, mom, and Frigga, <clears throat> mom. 
it's it's a lot of fun because then I can go up to to my kids and at conventions and I'll tell them you know did you clean your room today <laughs> and awesome. it's really funny when I'm free guy carry around Thor's hammer have you seen Thor I'm really tired of picking up after him and that just gets people laughing and it, it it's hilarious and, you know it's fun I think Perfect. that's one of the best part about cosplaying is making other people laugh or happy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. It, it's wonderful. One of my big cosplay influences when I just started out was this incredible woman named Sandy, who was a little younger than my actual mom's age. Um, but she liked to cosplay characters that matched her age. And if she wanted to cosplay a character that didn't, she wore masks. So she would do like Elmo or Power Rangers or something mm -hmm. where you totally couldn't even tell what the age of the person was underneath it. So not everybody has to do that, but mm -hmm. but in working with her, I, I would pick specifically characters that had moms. So mm -hmm. it would be like, I'm gonna be Wonder Woman, will you be Hippolyta? I'm going to be a stepsister, will you be my mom? You know, and that was a really great way of seeing what my future could hold and I was very excited about it. I think you just need to own your character, you know, whatever character you choose yes. to do. Others might stereotype us and say that we have to do, you know, the stepmother or something like that. But if you want to do Cinderella or you want to do Ariel, do it and own it. There's going to be people who are going to say things, but who cares? Um, if you're doing it because you enjoy it, do it, own it and have fun with it. Has anybody ever given you pushback and said things if you are? Oh, Anita, it looks like you've experienced <laughs> I would say, okay. And I had to get some thick skin. So I'm, I'm singing to the choir. Um, I did Zach Fisher's Rainbow Bright armor. I'm all about armor. And I was so thrilled and I wore it. And I walked by some people who said, oh, it looks like Rainbow Bright's gotten really old. And it really hurt my feelings. And I'll tell you, I didn't wear that. And I'll tell you, I haven't worn it to a con since. And I think it kind of did something on my psyche, but it needs some adjustment. Um, but after that, I was like, you know, there's going to be ticky tacky people. And um, I think I looked pretty awesome in it. And Zach Fisher shared it on his page. And so I felt justified. I feel fine with it. There are going to be photographers and people, though, that will make you feel wrinkled or make you feel old or you're not the prime age. What's the prime age? I mean, I think I look okay for a 50-year-old. And if I'm having fun with it, who cares? And I've had to learn that. That's good. Well, and there's a lot of people who have absolutely no qualms whatsoever about cosplaying older than they are. I cosplay as Dolores Umbridge, and I'm not the right age for her. Mm -hmm. And nobody says boo to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have taken costumes and, um, well, because of my, my background's historical costumes, I often take a, a character and I put them in a historical costume and then the age doesn't seem to matter as much. Like I don't do a sexy poison ivy, I do mm -hmm. a Victorian poison ivy. That's right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it, it takes the shift off a little bit. I've done sexy umbrage. If you can believe that. <laughs> I made a lot of people really uncomfortable. Um, um, so in talking about characters that you can choose, do you feel that there is a good representation of characters that are in your age group that you would want to cosplay? Is that something that you notice? 
No, Anita, you're shaking your head. No, I mean, my, I, I will hunt and hunt and have folders on Pinterest, uh, thousands of, uh, mine's more about the character, the design. Do I like it? I'm big on armor and ornate detail. So mine really is as if I love that character or the look of that character, that's what I do. And it's, I'm, I'm looking I for guess. a challenge. I'm looking for a challenge in the craftsmanship. You know, yeah. can I t make a little turn on it? Uh, can I do something a little different that maybe hasn't been seen? So I'm mm -hmm. looking at it from a, you know, strictly a craftsmanship point of view, not necessarily, you know, is this character old or not? And I, that doesn't, it doesn't really interest me. Well, they're out there. The characters are out there. Um, and so this Overwatch is a, is a um, first person shooter game. And there is a 60 year old sniper out there. Um, Game of Thrones, there's, uh, I did Catelyn. The, the mother of all those um, Starks. So um, they are out there. You just, you have to look a little harder than the younger ones, but um, it's not a restriction. Trust me, I've done a whole lot more than just the older ones. I think Game of Thrones is a great example of a good place to go to find all sorts of age groups. Harry yes. Potter is another one. Mm -hmm. Every age group is represented in Harry Potter, although right now whether or not you want to cosplay from Harry Potter is is up to debate. Um, are there particular actors that you look for or that you seek out? Uh, it's about the costume. <laughs> it's about yeah. the costume. Yeah, for me too. Are there costume designers that you seek out? I can't that even watch I a sprung, movie. I, I sprung that on going, you. I want, I want to do it. I can, I'll watch the movie once and idolize every costume that's on the screen and go, oh, oh, and then I have to watch it again because I've missed half of the movie. <laughs> yep, yep. When I watch movies now, it's I spend more time looking at the costumes than I do and paying attention to the story. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, when I saw Wonder Woman the first time, I was like, oh, Hippolyta, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, anybody who got through Wonder Woman and did not want to be an Amazon, uh -huh that person has a heart of stone those were just so incredible amazing it, it was so it when i put that costume on i you know i think i get about 10 inches taller and i walk around and people are just like oh, that's so cool and then they find out that i made it and they're that that's even cooler so one thing I do want to find out is, are there pet peeves that you have as, as a mature cosplayer? Are there questions that you get asked that you just wish would stop or anything like that? When are you going to grow up? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. When are you going to stop? Haven't you fulfilled whatever you're trying to fulfill? <laughs> no, Why I are haven't. you trying to be a kid again? <laughs> I've been asked when I'm going to move out of my parents' basement. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and then also, my big pet peeve on behalf of a number of different groups is when people get called cute. Do you get that, mm -hmm. uh, especially online? Oh, how cute. Oh, yes. Grant <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about that? Is that something that you take personally or do you like it or do you not like it? I don't like it. Yeah, not really a fan of the phrase cute. 
what is it that makes it something that you do not like? Well, I think like, like any other minority, I mean, we are kind of in a minority. We stand out. Be, be, of our age, being at a cosplay, we stand out. And I mm -hmm. think like any other minority, we want to be judged on our, our achievements, on our costume as it is. Not, mm -hmm. oh, it, it, it would, it's good for an older person. Or, you know, because you're that age, you know, you did a good job. No, I did a good mm -hmm. job for anybody. You know, that's... I just that, think that's that's so why one of the parts of you know, that I like the competition because I'm getting judged not because I'm you know I'm an old lady doing this but because my stuff is just as good as somebody else's. <laughs> I just think the term "cute" is so patronizing. Like I'm not I'm not a puppy, I'm not a baby. Like <laughs> if you think I look great, tell me I look great. I know I look great. I don't need anybody to tell me that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Just an ounce of your <laughs> security there. <laughs> I, I honestly think that came with age, because I think if I was doing this at 18, then it would be so much about the number of likes I get on social media. Mm -hmm. It would be so much about, do I look good? What are people going to think? What are my friends going to think? And mm -hmm. there's enough removed from any of that. Well, I, mean, what? I don't know about that. <laughs> so my daughter shared my photo on her Twitter of me dressed as Anna. And I don't know how, but um, a famous cosplayer got hold of it and retweeted it. And I got so many likes. It was just overwhelming. And mm -hmm. it is a really cool feeling to see all those people liking your, your cosplay. Um, the exposure was just mind boggling. Oh. Well, I, I think it's great when you get the positive stuff, but the negative stuff that does come at you, I think maturity helps you just put that straight mm -hmm. in the garbage can and light it on fire. I don't need mm -hmm. to pay attention to it. I don't listen. And I haven't had any of that. I, I have been called too old, fat, and ugly to cosplay online. I can't. No, I'm not, first of all. But at the same mm -hmm. time, like I'm like, mm, who are you? Throw but it away. People who said that have issues. Yeah, and that's and, pretty much what I come around with. But if anyone badmouths anybody, they have issues. It's not the it's not the cosplayer. It's the commenter. That's yeah. your age. See, age wisdom. Yes. Yeah, and <laughs> but I do think that you know comments like that can very much affect people if mm -hmm. if they can. if they do let it. And I think. Mm -hmm being a little older has helped me definitely compartmentalize that negative and just say, I don't have to pay attention to it at all. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that's universal. I don't know if you all feel the same way. If you think maybe you'd have different reactions if you were, you know, 20 or 18 when going through this. I think it is harder for the younger people because they haven't grown a tough skin, you know, and we've had a lot of life experiences uh, to kind of push that. Now, does it still hurt when somebody calls you fat or, you yeah, know, whatever? Absolutely. You know, we oh, still yeah. have feelings. But like you said, we don't show it, maybe. We don't put it on social media, maybe. But um, we are a little tougher because of that, I think. Yeah, it's really easy to just be like, child. <laughs> That's right. So was there anything else that anybody wanted to add to the conversation? Was there something that we haven't brought up yet that you want to talk about? 
Well, uh, one of the things that I think is important as a, as a mature cosplayer is that I already have a kind of a support system in place. Um, you know, and, I, and I've seen some younger kids getting into it and they really don't. I mean, my husband is the first to go show somebody, you know, my, my Facebook page or, you know, my kids are out there always, you know, talking about, you know, look what my mom does. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have that support and, uh, and a lot of times I do, we do, you know, go cosplay as a family. So we have that where, you know, it, so I think that helps us, that helps me in particular, um, you know, stand up to it and keep going and doing what I do and because I have support behind it. Does anybody else have something to add? I think the support I, network is the most important for mm -hmm. anybody. Um, my son, my 17 year old, he stopped cosplaying three years ago because his friends at school, he went as Nightwing and his friends at school were like, well, that's an ugly Batman costume. And he's just like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah, and makes one bad comment. And, you know, and this was, you know, being 15, you know, 14, 15 years old is very, you know, that's when you really need that peer acceptance. And because his friends didn't know who Nightwing is, you know, he, it just upset him that, you know, they were telling him that his costume that I made was ugly and he loved wearing it but he stopped and he will not cosplay again. I've tried. I'm like, but we could do this together. And he's like, no. That's sad. I hate that. It is. It is. I think it, you need to find somebody to do it with a lot of times. And younger people, there are so many of them that are either socially awkward or whatever through the charity organizations we've noticed that if they put a costume on, they can become this character and they get out of their norm. And I love the fact that they call me cosplay mom, you know, I, Oh, I'm the cosplay mom. And I really feel mm -hmm. like we can help the younger generation. Some of these that really don't have good home lives or they don't feel like they have that connection to have a connection and to show them the support that they might not be getting somewhere else. And so I think um, we can really influence the community um by doing what we do that's the good side of social media is that you know you can get those comments that really tear you down but you can also meet some pretty incredible people mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. does anybody else have anything they'd like to add no no okay well, this was actually a pretty quick panel. Thank you all for showing up to talk about your experiences as mature cosplayers. Um, I do encourage everybody to check out the portfolios of all of our panelists because they're really pretty incredible. You could tell by the slides that we had at the beginning of our panel. And before we wrap up, I would like everybody to go around and just remind us one more time uh, where or what your name is, where we can find you on social media, and any final thoughts you might have. Let's start with Laura. Uh, hi, Nana Cosplay signing off. You could find me at Nana Cosplay 1957, which was the year that they made a really good Chevy and I was born, um, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and uh, yeah, come check me out. I'm, I'm happy to talk to anybody. And Pam. 
I am uh, Dame Dahlia Cosplay on uh, Facebook, kind of on Instagram. Really need to work on that. Um, but like Laura said, I am more than happy to talk to anybody. Um, just give me a shout and I will respond as soon as I can, usually within, you know, a couple of hours. I like helping people. And Tanaya, how about you? Hi, I'm, I'm Taz Cosplay. I can be found on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, thanks to my daughter for teaching me about all the uh, media applications. And I also love to help people. So that's one of my favorite things to do. So don't be afraid to, to reach out. And Anita. I'm Anita, um, Cheeky Cheetah Cosplay or Cheeky Cheetah Creations um, on Facebook and Instagram. And like everybody else said, I love helping. So message me um, and comment, uh, reach out. Uh, I think that's one of the things that we can help each other with is by feeling like you can reach out to us. And I'm Abby of Abby Cat Cosplay. You can find me on Abby Cat Cosplay on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find all of our panelists today in the SheProp community. So join the SheProp community. We are happy to have every woman, trans and non-binary cosplayer and artist out there. It's a really great supportive community and we would be very much happy to have you. So thank you all for joining me today and thank you listeners. Bye. 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 Bye.